With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Howdy there. Welcome to Hillbilly News Network. We're live and we have a reporter on the scene of the week-long feud between Tommy McCoy and his neighbors across the street, the Blower Hatfields. Yes, we have a... What's the latest news there from uh, from Maltby there, Tommy? Well, and for those of you who follow the saga closely, and I know many of you do, last week's show was rudely interrupted by <laughs> darn near two hours of leaf blower activity, but I want to thank you all. I, I've never seen an audience reaction like this. I don't know if it was the telegrams. I, it might have been the social media posts. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even the letters to the editor. I know. But he sold it. He's selling his house. Honestly. No, he's not selling. I thought the people might think oh. he's selling his leaf blower. No, he's no. selling the house. He's selling the house. They like a, yeah. They had, they had a mover show up well, yesterday look. with a big truck. I mean, you guys put so Wait. much pre- I'm feeling kind of guilty. It's already gone? Really? I don't know. I haven't seen him. What uh, I've seen in the neighborhood recently is a bear. So I don't know, but they had a seriously, really? in all seriousness. And, uh, no, 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 wait, wait. No. Yeah. You think I was yes. kidding about him being a hillbilly? He's got a real bar. They got a bar there, too. There. And since I got home at the shockingly late hour of like 10.15 for me uh, last night, the, the bear was walking down the street like, hey, what are you doing? Tommy, oh, like, Tommy Crockett. Anyway, uh, yeah, so thank you all. Thank when he you was all only three. <laughs> You're the, all the great. We'll have to give Aria something larger to go after that bear with. Uh, thank you for all the support. And yes, apparently it paid off. The pressure Literally the, the, was just too much. He's moving. So I don't know what, what y'all did. Uh, Nobody even knows where you. the heck you live, but maybe exactly. they just figured it out. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Don McDonald. This is where we talk about almost anything other than leaf blowers. Money. Certainly. Your money? Absolutely. The things you do with it? 100% positively. But if you have a specific question or a specific question, give us a call at 855-935-8255 here on the Hillbilly News Network. 855-935-TALK. T-A-W-K. Oh, no. T-A-L-K. And many of you apparently think you found a new place to invest to make really fast money. You know, we had the meme stocks, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Bitcoin et al., which we've talked about ad nauseum. But now, how about over the counter stocks? Because those are so well regulated, so much information out there. And apparently, well, so wait, much interest- now wait, there is over the counter and then there is over the counter. Yeah, okay. Well, this involves the OTC Markets Group. So mm-hmm. I think that pretty much is a lot of the penny stocks, a lot of the foreign ones. ADRs, et cetera. But you're why $548 billion is traded on those exchanges so far this year. And most of it, guess what, is in, that's right, digital currencies. Grayscale Bitcoin Trust is the number one trade this year. And by the way, this is fascinating to me, Don. You read the the actual numbers because people, there's all kinds of people they quote in here like, ooh, I'm getting, speaking of hillbilly, ooh, 
I'm getting real rich down here on the farm, Don. I can put a lot of money wow. down, wait for a long time to make money in the blue chips. But on this stuff, you wow, hit a frequency with your voice. You hit a frequency <laughs> with your voice that actually set up some strange microphone resonance. Oh, well, here's the actual numbers. I, um, wait, wait, wait. I, I think I, I think there's a there's a uh, earthquake out in the uh, Pacific from that noise that and shook something loose. Here are the actual numbers um, from July 2011 to October 2020. I think that's pretty close to 10 years the average annualized return of otc otc shares on you of u.s companies a loss of 44 percent whoa 10 year i mean does that sound like a place to be putting your money wow doesn't to me um and then on top of that there's new restrictions that the sec has put in place in terms of uh, of, of being able to trade these companies uh which may be good news maybe bad news jason's why kind of wrote about it today and made it sound like bad news like this is another hazard for the little guy but apparently the sec has put into effect uh rules that generally prevent brokers from providing public price quotations on securities issued by companies i know that's a lot of words that don't give current financial information now who wants to invest in a company that doesn't give current financial information anyway no, you wouldn't want to. And, and and but here's the thing: we talk a lot about small company stocks and them being a, a a proven place in which you can you would have in the past made more money than uh, just investing in in the blue chip stocks. But it's over a long period of time, and there we're not talking about penny stocks. The penny no. stock market is a totally different place where not the, where the majority aren't even legitimate. They're not. They're not even companies that produce anything. In many, many, many cases, they're just shells. They're 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 games that are played with other people's money, and they're not going to make you money. They're pure gambling. They need to be avoided. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi there. I'm Don. That's Tom. We talk real money with you every Saturday on Como News Radio and on the podcast, because this will become a podcast next week. Uh, just a real quick semi-definition uh, of of penny stocks versus micro cap or small cap stocks. Small cap stocks are smaller companies, but they're still pretty large. Uh, and these are not absolute definitions, but a small cap stock is usually usually has a valuation of below about a billion dollars. Yeah, I was going to say right around a billion. Right and around that's a billion. The number of shares outstanding times the share price. So it's not a subjective thing. Now, micro caps may not, it, we, the, they're not, it's not as much market capitalization really as the, 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 what they're worth. And they have to you still have to have some assets. They're, they're, the average for microcap stocks is about $6 million according to the SEC. Penny stocks often have no assets whatsoever. They have no valuation. That's why they're saying there needs to be public information, financial information on these companies. Because with a penny stock, you can literally buy nothing. It, it's almost like buying Bitcoin. You just buy hot air. There's Total speculation, there. and uh, you need to be prepared to lose all of your money should you put it into one of those 
equities. 855-935-TALK. That is our phone number for your questions. And let's get started with Steve. Steve, welcome to Talking Real Money. Thank you. Thank you. How you guys doing? Good. What's up? Hey, um, just curious if you guys have heard of a company called Parabola. Parabola. It's a parabola. You put in, you know, as little as much as you can, and it builds. It builds every month and pays um, percentages of your of your investment every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They close their uh, their uh, market at five o'clock, and then literally, I look at my phone. Bing, there's thirty three dollars. So I'm up to thirty three dollars on a trading day, which there's 17 trading days. The rest goes, I guess, to the house. Um, uh-huh. And if you do 17 times the 33, I've been making 561 a month. Uh-huh. And I just Hold on I, a minute. I just let it roll and calm down. The company, it's, it, it, it's not, it, it's not parabola.com because that looks like it's a totally different company. Um, parabola, like P-A-R-A-B-O-L-A, right? Parabola, I think so, yeah. Okay. Now let's let's, <laughs> that's something you're going to want to know, by the uh, way, since they have your money. Let me just step back oh. a little bit. So you put how much money in? I put in five to begin with, and it's almost at six. Wait, five what? Um, five dollars? Five thousand. Five thousand dollars. And it's up yes. almost to six, and you put the five thousand in when? Um, probably... Three or four weeks ago. And it's up to six in a month. In less than a month. And they somehow guarantee they're going to make these payments, they say? Yeah, they've been coming in. Well, yeah. Wait, let me let me give you an example of. Wait, hold on. I'll give you let me give you a really great example. Uh, the first uh, for years, sure. year, for years and years and years, people who put money in with Bernie Madoff. Got big, huge checks every month from Bernie Madoff. It only stopped working once people there were more investors than there were. There was new money coming in to pay the investors. How do you know this is legitimate? I've never heard of this. I can't find them online either. By the I can't way. find them online anywhere. Okay, um, a couple of friends are invested in it. One guy's been in for about six months. Do you have a website for them? Um, I don't. I just have Parabola in my phone, and we look up the exchange. Well, what, well how do you give them money, or how do you check your... Is there an online site where you can go and check your account? Yes, it is, and we... And we um, well, what's that website? We have, yeah. Um, I, I got it. My friend has it. He usually helps me get into it. I haven't punched it in my phone and kept it yet. I'm kind of new at this. Okay, well, let me just tell you... You have me, you have me, you have my curiosity massively piqued because I hear, this is what I hear. I, I can't say this is a fact, but this is the, what I hear from my many, many years of talking to people about money. I hear scam. It screams scam at me. It's shouting. I mean, it's really, it's hitting my head with a big scam hammer. 
both in terms of uh, trying to learn more about it online. That's one. Yeah. Number two, where's the money held? Yeah. Can't find that. Number three, any return which is abnormally high this way, which this you have to say, uh, uh, how are they making this money? Where is this coming from? What What's going on to produce these returns? Uh, tw- and 20%, these 20% a month? Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty hefty yeah. uh, t- you know, return at a time when others are much uh, I, lower. I'm thinking Ponzi scheme. I'm really, I'm really thinking Ponzi pyramid scheme. scheme, Ponzi scheme. Yeah, they're investing thirty percent in Bitcoin, and the rest of the seventy percent is in real estate. Yeah, I know this is a scam. This is a scam. There's no real. There's no Steve. There's no real estate transaction in the world that generates twenty percent per month. They just don't exist. If if a real estate deal, it, the best any real estate will do over a long period of time is somewhere in the realm of 8 to 10% per year. That's a realistic number, which is less than 1% per month. Anything north of 1% per month, I always believe, is on the brink of scam territory. Anything more than 10% per month is 100% scam territory. 100%. Well, or n- 100%. Non-sustainable. Non-sustainable. But that means sure. it'll eventually be a lucky, scam. It'll eventually turn lucky, out to be a yeah. scam. This Some is lucky a, strike. This there. is not yeah. a deal. If you got any information on it, I would absolutely love it if you would send it to us at TalkingRealMoney.com. It would really help us and a lot of other people figure this thing out. And we will do, I will do incredible amounts of research if you will send to talking real money at talkingrealmoney.com any information you have any links any phone numbers anything i will go out and do the research because i want to know more about this but my initial impression my first instinct is absolutely ain't no doubt in my mind right now if anybody called me and said should i get into this deal i would say are you crazy do you want to lose all your money you may be lucky You may be I'm lucky, finding, Steve. I'm f- finding something at parabola.com.na, which says Parabola Investments, but I don't see any way to invest with them, which is probably uh, good. But it does say construction, energy, and mining. Again, three fairly speculative areas. What's the website you to went to? Uh, parabola.com.na. Oh, dot N-A. They have a very yeah. funky address. That is Well, a, you got to wonder why that is. Oh, uh, hmm. yeah. Look at that. Parabola Investments. Driven. Oh, oh, Namibia. Namibia? Huh, that's a place I'd keep my money. Yeah, Not. That's a, no, that's, yeah, I, wow. <laughs> I don't think so. 855, <laughs> driving the Namibian economy. Hmm. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hmm. There was a guy we, I knew once that uh, did promote making 20% a month. Do you remember him? Bernie Madoff. It was like 18% a month, mm, no, wasn't it? No, 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 no. Bernie, Bernie was a pedestrian. Oh, that's right. I think it was like 18% a year. a year. Yeah. Well, you know who it was? No. Local who? guy. Who? Wade Cook. 
Oh, Wade Crook. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he used to yeah. promote the 20% a month trading options, et cetera, et cetera. Why do I have this particular Didn't. speech impediment when it comes to Wade? I always end up, <laughs> I always end up, an R comes out in there. I, I don't know, Wade Crook, 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 I can't say it. I can't say Crook, Crook. I can say Cook if somebody's making something, but then I say Wade Crook. I just can't, I'm, I'm sorry, Wade. Um, it's a, it's a speech impediment. <laughs> You could it's go a, see someone. Maybe they can help you with that. I don't know. I have a little Maybe brain not. deformity or something. Yeah. Eight uh, five. This is. I'm telling you, this parabola thing is trouble. It really is. I, there's just no way. It sounds so smarmy. I want more. I want more information. Please, if anybody knows more, please, please, please tell me. This is the kind of thing that I just love talking about because I am going to research the heck out of it if I can find anything. So you're thinking the parabola curve will go the other way, not yeah, exactly. normally go that way. And the only parabola I can find is sort of like a mining and construction company based in Namibia. But I just, where, where, don't we send all our money to Namibia? Nib- you can't Nib- even Nib- say I, I can't You say have it. a speech impediment <laughs> when it comes to Namibia. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. We're not going to Namibia. We're going to Marlene. Marlene, welcome to Talking Real Money. Bring us back to Earth here. <laughs> Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate it. We appreciate um, you. Thanks. First of all, I just wanted to say thank you for uh, the opportunity to get a second opinion. Uh, we've listened to you forever on Como in the Seattle area and um, finally decided to take you up on your offer to get a a financial advisor opinion Um, and glad to know that he kind of confirmed what our first advisor had already told us so that made us feel good Good. about our current advisor Um, but my question to you today is um, something that came up after we spoke with him was um, I'm just questioning whether I'm a teacher and, and I'm 59 but my husband is 62 and will retire from his company um, next spring, and I would like to stop teaching this year, um, but potentially next year, only because the difference would be $200 a month in retirement once I do pull my retirement at 65. So I'm trying to weigh the life, you know, the life of the pension difference that that $200 a month would make. Is it worth teaching another year? with the stress of teaching yeah. <laughs> to get that two hundred dollars a month or do I just let that go and call it good at the end of this school year? How old are you, Marlene? She's fifty nine. Fifty nine, I didn't hear that. Okay. Yeah. Fifty nine. Uh, well, yeah. um yeah. man, um you know when you're when you're uh, when you're pushing sixty, those years go really fast. Even teaching. Yeah. <laughs> they go fast. Well, let me ask you a question. Well, let me ask you a question. How tight is your, I know, because it sounds like you've done some good planning, you got a second opinion on your kind of overall plan. How tight is it when it comes to retirement income? Um, I don't don't feel like I'm a good judge of that because I, never having been retired, it's just so hard for me to figure out how much we're going to need or how much we're going to spend per month. You know, they all, the financial advisors want you to kind of figure out your budget for retirement. Well, I don't know because I've never been retired and I'm, I'm having well, a hard time figuring out. Okay, here, let's try this. Try, try this, Marlene. Uh, based on your assets and the current pension and your Social Security, I'm sure your advisor gave you a rough number as to, given the current situation, what you could expect to generate as income in retirement. 
Have they given you that kind of, uh, right. uh, uh, what's that approximate lump number? Sure. I think, um, they, I think they said per month, uh, a, a budget of like 8,000. That month. sounds, that sounds like a reasonable number. So about a hundred grand a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. can, uh, let's say nothing changed. Nothing. Here's where I'm going to argue with Don. What do you spend? I mean, here's what are your two incomes to? You don't have to. We don't have time right. this right now. But your two incomes today minus taxes minus what your savings. That's how I'd take that number and say, will the eight thousand supplant that for the next? Yeah, if it'll supplant years? that, then it's then you're at a hundred percent right. What I was going to say is, could you manage to live on that today? Because you can you can step back in lifestyle a little bit in retirement, and you don't have to push it. Otherwise, I might push it. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. And one of the big issues and the biggest problems we face uh, as we invest and age is figuring out that number. What is that income number in retirement going to be? And and I, I'm facing it in the next few years. Tom's facing it. We're looking at the number. And my number, that's one of the reasons why I, I was going to say to Marlene, look at, will it, will it support you today? Um, can you live on it? Could you live on it today? Because while I make very good money, I make great money, um, I will not have the kind of money I have right now in retirement. I will not even be close. I won't even be close. But then I figure I'm also not going to be saving. I'm not going to be putting it away. I put a lot away. So you take that saving component out. And, and taxes should be less, yeah, depending so, on where you draw the money from. And plus, I'm just going to be, I, I just figure my life's going to be a little bit cheaper personally when I get into retirement. So. And which I think is a reasonable and I'll make thing. And I'll make that happen if need be. Correct. You can you can make adjustments there. And I, I agree with that. But here's the only other part that I see pretty regularly because you come and talk to us and it's still other than seeing Don, my favorite thing every week. Uh, some people Aww. just they they I'm get to the you. end and they're tired. They just don't want to. They don't. They work for a large manufacturing concern. Sometimes they go, you know, I've been there for 25. I don't want to go there anymore. I just don't want to do it. And if the tank is truly empty and your plan looks okay, I tell them to pull the trigger because it's your life. And and the other part is, if you know this, because we talk about it. We do talk about it. You get in your it. 60s. Yeah. There are fewer days ahead than there are behind. So, I mean, you got to really? live your life. Fewer yeah, ahead well, than behind. Huh? Unless, they, unless they figure out that freezing thing or something. But, yeah. So, I tell them, you know, then go live your life. And $200 a month, just $2,400 a year, 2000 a year. doesn't sound like that much. So, I would tell her, pull the trigger, get it going. I know you'd say, get back to work. I'd, You're a lot tougher I'd on say, people than I am. No, I, I wouldn't say necessarily get back to work, but can you tough it out? Because not only is it the extra $200. You sound like my dad there. Tough it out, Not man. only is it the extra $200, but it's that the extra scratch. Come however on. many thousands you're making and putting yeah. other money away that goes to your retirement. It's it. far more than yeah. $200. It's a bigger number. Bigger number. 855-93. Speaking of big numbers, here's a big one. 855 855- Nine three five eight two five five. That's like a okay. uh, millions of uh, in numbers. Eight, yeah, eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Give if us I a had call. That in parabola, I'd be rich. Yeah, and if you had that in Juan, you wouldn't be so rich. <laughs> no, I'm no. watching Squid Game now, 
and uh, they get like, you know, the winners get like 36 billion won. It's not as much as you'd think. Turns <laughs> Sounds out, good, but turns not out, did you know how much a wan is worth? Uh, can you say that a wan is worth? Quickly? Yeah. A wan's worth okay, how much yeah. is wan wan? One just one 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 is one one gone to one one is one one thousandth of a dollar one that's a pretty small number. yeah i mean I, in the show you go at fish will be thirteen thousand one i'm going thirteen thousand one <laughs> hate to see my credit card oh, my. but then you realize everybody's carrying around hundred thousand dollar one bills in their wallet hundred thousand one bill. okay yeah, yeah it works yeah it's a hundred no. okay Uh, 855-935-TALK. Call us with your questions, and Tom has one of those, I believe. Hi, Tom. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I'm wondering if there's a way to include a Roth IRA in a trust. Here's my situation. We set up a trust for our adult daughter. She's a wonderful person, but a poor judge of people. So we've set up a trust in order to have a gatekeeper so she doesn't get taken advantage of. Now, here's my problem. I have accumulated quite a bit in my Roth since I've been systematically converting from my regular IRA, my regular IRA uh, to a Roth for many years, up to the maximum for the lowest tax bracket. But a trust cannot own an IRA, either no. a conventional or a Roth, because they are individual. Right. So I'm wondering if there is a way to include the Roth assets into the trust when I pass away. Oh, oh, wait. Yes, you to can, take the trust and put to you take can the Roth name and the, put trust it in the trust as a beneficiary. I don't know what that means though, because um, then the trust has instructions as to how to pay it out. We need to ask you, by the way, is it more than twenty five million dollars? <laughs> it's not. No. Okay, good because Congress is going to yeah, they uh, are apparently do something really bad to Roths that are bigger than twenty five million next year. Don, we, we'll take this topic. Yeah, because we got to take a break. Want, but but yes, you yeah. can name your trust as yeah, a beneficiary for a Roth, though. but a Roth cannot be owned by a trust. Uh, we'll talk more about it, though, right after the break. We've got to take this right now. 855-935-TALK is our number. That's 855-935-8255. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Once again, our phone number is 855-935-TALK. We love talking with you about your money issues, like the one we're talking about with Tom, who uh, is talking about leaving his Roth IRA to a trust, which is doable. You have to do the right kind of trust, Tom. It has to be what is called a conduit trust, and it has to have specific details about the distributions and rules for the beneficiaries, because the beneficiaries must take the required minimum distribution over the 10 years, or the IRS can impose a rule where it's taxable over a shorter period of time. Well, there's no taxes involved. In I mean, not taxable, IRA, of course. penalized. Over, yeah, you got to take it out over five years, and there can be penalties. Okay. That, that makes sense? That makes sense, yeah. So we have to write that into the trust document itself. Correct. Correct. Your lawyer is going to know that, whoever's writing the trust for you, is, yeah. will, should be familiar with that language, of course. Okay. Well, that sounds pretty simple. All right. Well, good luck to you, sir. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks for the call. 
Once again, the number, 855-935-8255. By the way, you can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and leave your questions for us to answer on future podcasts, which is our way of getting you, uh, forcing you to listen to the podcast, too, because we do. What do you think? We yeah, do a lot ahead. of podcasts. What do you think of that in a general sense? Of forcing people to listen to podcasts? I'm good no, that. not that part. Thank you for listening to the podcast. No, the idea that you're trying to enforce, and no, Tom, this is not just about you because I see it every day. The idea that somehow you're going to place rules on your money for yep. that you're leaving to others and they're going to, you're going to have, you're going to make them live it. In other words, he's trying to make her be responsible. I know. I, I just, he doesn't I don't, want her to I don't blow think it it'll work. I don't think it'll work. That's my take. People have a way to find their way. If, if truly she's going to, someone's going to take out half a million dollars or a million dollars and go to whatever and spend it all. Namibia. Did I say Namibia, it right? Right. <laughs> then, then, then she'll figure out a way to do it. I mean, this is then part then of she's going to end up, then she's going to end up having to play squid game. <laughs> she spends it all eight trillion won yeah, well, and go crazy or, or the the other the other alternatives not <laughs> good not good yeah uh this is a strange show folks strange show <laughs> it really, is. really strange show let's uh, see if we can fix it if, if you don't like if, if you if you're really opposed to violence please do not watch it okay it is oh you're talking squid game now? it is hyper violent Oh, okay. No, I'm going to watch it anyway. Yeah, it's like Game of Thrones, Red Wedding, violent. Ah, that yeah. was hor. Ooh, that was awful. <laughs> no, okay, it's not Over that violent. Top. It's not that violent. Ugh. No, okay, Ugh. it's below I, that. I think I had. I think I had to avert my eyes that because that was just really awful. And for you, a guy who watches World War One movies like they were candy. <laughs> World War Two, if you World don't War Two. I'm okay. sorry, wrong war. Right. There's not many <laughs> World War One movies. There really aren't. <laughs> You got a couple of Sergeant Yorks mm, in no. there. There's some other stuff over there. You know. Here we are talking about old people stuff again for our reviewer. <laughs> We're gonna get another oh, review. Oh, oh, Thank wait! You. Before I go to the call, before I go to the call, the the reviewer the reviewer updated his review. Yeah. So we had a review uh, ten days ago where they said great podcast, but <laughs> I love the you buts. have to survive the bad jokes, the out of date references, and yeah. I think there was a third thing or something. Yeah. Yeah, uh, anyway, thick as molasses, sarcasm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which okay, uh, we 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 plead guilty to. Well, I'll plead guilty to all of those. Yeah, uh, and then hold he on. very kindly, or I'm, she very kindly wrote back after that and I'm said, "Pulling it back up, uh, update." Oh, I got it. Oh, oh, Apple. Okay, I can give it no, to you. No, 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 the exact no. Quotes. No, I want the exact quote. All right, it's cool. much more fun that way. Da, 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 I just have to go into another service to get da, the whole thing. Da, 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 because in the da, Apple da, Podcast da, da, app, it, da, da, it, it it shortens it a little bit. Talking dun, real money. Done. 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 Oh, I feel like I'm going to lose Jeopardy. Okay, now. I'm going to start singing Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh no, no! Tom went to watch Jesus Christ Superstar last <laughs> so night, and that oh, will be... you know, it helps if you spay, if you spell talking real money. Anything it's, it's other than T A L K tackling I-N-G. real money. Tackling yeah, real money does not a whole exist different website as a, <laughs> as a show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Full review. Um, between the where'd it go? And Gail, we're coming okay, to you. We I promise. Either way, I never skipped an episode. Paul Mayer went more visits. All right, never mind. I, I can't find it. It was the last one, I think. I, I found I it, but it. Oh, I'll give it things. to you later. So I'll save it. Right. I'll save it. We're gonna go while I find it. We're gonna go talk to Gail. Gail, welcome to talking <laughs> real money. You should get a medal or something. How yeah. are you? Thank you. Just a short question. I am. 
required to take my minimum distribution because I'm 75. And I have um, funds with Vanguard and Morgan Stanley and IRAs, you know, which I'll have to take out, basically. We're told we have to do that. Is it better to take, withdraw the, the funds from the, um, the stocks that are making less or making more? So basically, do you, you know... Sell your winners or sell your losers? The, yeah, exactly. So what, what do you think? Well, that, that's the $64,000 question because we don't know Monday all that may turn around and the ones that have been bad have been will be good, and et cetera, et cetera. Or in so one, that's say, the $64 million one question. Yeah, I would simply be trying to sell out the bigger positions because I'm not a fan of individual stocks. You're taking a lot of risk in those individual companies. I would rather see you downsize your exposure to each one of those first. Mm-hmm. Take that money out for your required minimum distributions rather than what's selling the things that have gone up or not the ones that gone down. I, because I, be the preference. only reason we talk about selling winners and buying losers is in the process of rebalancing. So you, you tend to want to sell those asset classes that have gone way up and then reinvest that money back into those asset classes that have done less well. But when we're talking about individual stocks, we're no longer talking about managing a portfolio anymore. We're talking about managing a speculative venture. And we want you to eventually get out of all of those stocks. So Tom's advice is actually really good. Get Thank out you. of those things to which you have the greatest individual exposure because you have the greatest risk in that exposure. So that's what we would do, Gail. Thanks for yeah, the call. And we'll give you the website for Nanibia. Never mind. He can't say it. Margaret, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi. Hi. Turn your radio down, Margaret. I wanted to know. Uh, my husband and I bought a $20,000 annuity from a well-known company here. And when he passed away, it all stopped. Should it? have stopped well uh, i don't i'd have to look at what kind of an annuity it was um but i mean yeah it could it could it could have been his annuity and then you would have been a beneficiary and and uh you know if there but if if it was a single life annuity and an, an immediate annuity then it would stop I don't know what kind of an annuity. If it's uh, if it's a variable annuity, that would still be yours, and you would just get a payout on his on his death. But it really depends on the annuity. But yes, an immediate annuity would stop providing income, which is why it's so important to have one that's joint life. And I would call the company that issued that annuity. I would have the declaration page with me when I made that call, Margaret, and I would say explain why I'm no longer getting the income or a payout from this annuity. So try to get an explanation from the issuer of that annuity. And I found the review. You can learn a great deal about investing from this podcast if you can withstand the rapid-fire bad jokes, severely outdated references, thick as molasses, sarcasm, and regular tech issues, which, by the way, have been solved. Thank you, Comcast Business. Update. Hearing you read my review on the show was comedy gold. I'm so glad you both took my review in the intended tongue-in-cheek tone. Right after you transitioned into talking about some scam back in the day of selling payphones. Payphones? You guys are killing me. Keep up the great work, Tom and Don, in that order. Wait, Tom and Don in in that order? Thank you. Don't you think you appreciate it? Did you get us confused? You got us confused. You did. You got us confused. (laughs) Tom and Don are talking real money. 
Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. You're all so lucky you just get Tom during the program and not during the breaks. Who is this unfortunate? He saw Jesus Christ Superstar last night, so he just keeps singing the Caiaphas song. You just get the talk show host guy. You're lucky. Uh, if you though, if you want more of Tom or our other advisors and you need some help with bigger issues, people actually get help. They do. They actually get help. Uh, and they don't get sold stuff, as our first caller said. You don't get sold stuff. We sometimes even validate your current advisor if you've got a good one. If you want a second opinion, you need some help that extends beyond the time we have in the show, go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Set up an appointment with one of our fee-only, 100% fiduciary advisors. It's free. It's easy. No sales pitch. Vestory.com. Boom. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap. 